0: so good to be back ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the tag team podcast it's episode six i'm your co-host anthony tartaglione and i'm joined here with my brother johnny tartaglione
1: how you doing today brother that was a much better intro that time none of the fuck up pausing shit Uh, i'm doing i'm doing all right i'm getting by you know i wish we were still together i miss talking shit to your face every day but we're getting along how you doing and I, you know how I do, I wake up, you know, ever so, uh,
0: my normal time, just 1pm during break, go outside, have a nice cup of joe, and see this fat fuck's face every day, and just laugh about it, and joke about it, and, uh, you know, two weeks apart, kind of it, I miss you bro, but, I know. uh, <laughs> you know, Unreal. it's, it's absolutely shit weather this week, for real, for, on both ends of the spectrum, I'm oh, um, yeah. up here in Syracuse, we're getting a massive snowstorm tonight, um. Don't know, we're probably going to get up to a foot of snow, so that's fun. Oh. I'm going to be snowed in tomorrow. Luckily, my car is parked in a garage, so I don't have to worry about cleaning my car. Um, but I probably won't be able to be on the roads tomorrow. And I know that what- Mom said the weather was shit
1: Was shit yeah. in, in North Carolina, too. That is what we like to call de-scossing weather up there. It's oh, gross down here. 30. I think 30. it's been raining for like four days straight, but whatever. What are you going to do? Uh, we're pushing towards spring, so it needs to hurry up. Yeah, but puck's a Tony fill, and the 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 fucking groundhog
0: said six more weeks of winter.
1: Ah, so, fuck the fuck the groundhog. Let's get spring in here. Let's get some action.
0: <laughs> I don't know roll. with the, being seventeen degrees outside if I can say let's get spring in action.
1: Honestly, it's been a long year considering the fact that I'm saying fuck a groundhog. Like, what am I doing?
0: Wait, what do you mean it's been a long year? It's February like
1: fifteenth, dude. Exactly. It is exactly. it <laughs> It's February been 15th. a long year.
0: It's been two months. It's been not even two months. It's been a month and a half. Whatever,
1: you know what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to some March madness coming up, baby. That's what I'm looking forward to. We're getting closer and closer. And today we want to. watch just gonna. You're
0: just gonna. you just gonna. you just gonna shit on the All Star break like that.
1: No, I'm not about the NBA hey, All Star break because the the players aren't committed. And when the players aren't committed, then I don't even want to watch it. So okay, but continue. This this is when I want to ask you this question. And I'm just going to jump right in here like it's a pool. What do you think is better, college (laughs) basketball or the NBA? What are you going with?
0: College basketball or the NBA? Well, they're both great in both ways. I mean, college basketball has March Madness, which I believe is the greatest postseason display of anything. But when it comes down to it, I still find myself watching the NBA and taking more interest in the NBA. And it's because the legacy the NBA has on the game of basketball resonates more across the world than college basketball does.
1: So that's the wrong I answer. Would say, that's the wrong I would fucking say, answer. Wrong answer. Mean, A- X. The NBA? Yeah, X y- wrong. You don't agree. College basketball, so much better. Yeah. Wrong answer. Why? You're 0 for one. Okay. I'm not but even 0 ahead. for one though. Go, go ahead. Dude. You know what? Go no. ahead. Go, Listen, go ahead hear and me your out. point.
0: Hear me out, fuck face. Okay. The NBA is the professional league of the world. There's plenty of professional leagues out there, but the number one league that stands on top of all those basketball leagues that everybody aspires to play in, everybody aspires to be in, people who come from professional leagues overseas to play in is the NBA. They're not coming to play NCAA. Some people are. Some prospects are. Some 17-year-olds who are getting scouted, but it's never about the NCAA. When it comes to the game of basketball globally and how it works – the NBA has a lasting legacy, as you've seen in China, as you've seen uh, over in Europe. You've seen that the impact of the league on these players and on how people were viewing the game worldwide, and you've had the greatest players of all time cross through this league. LeBron James, Michael Jordan, uh, so many numerous players that never went and played in all these different leagues, and some of them even skipped college. So when you look at it, the players that have been here and the way that the league works, dude, I'm all for the fucking NBA. I just love the legacy. The, The idea of professionalism in basketball is so good to me. I love the idea of them being the best, them getting paid, the financial side of it. I hate the college players don't get paid. Don't get me wrong. But it's the whole thing about it is, is that the NBA just has this persona of being the association and when I look at the difference between the NCAA and I look at the NBA, I'm going to probably choose to watch a Knicks game over a Syracuse Orange game. In just my personal fan opinion, not in my journalistic opinion. I would love to color college basketball because it's so
1: much fun. But exactly. when it comes Exactly. You literally sh- just argued my point. You're fucking, you're no, an idiot. I'm you not arguing did. your point. I'm talking about from
0: a perspective of a broadcaster. From somebody what's my job. Yeah, I'm That's asking you your opinion. That's completely different to what overall. The NBA is better. The NBA is better than the NCAA.
1: The teacher just took your paper and put a fat X on it. Fucking zero out of Why? ten. Because no. college, college, listen, okay, let me lay this out on a platter for you. Go ahead, fucking lay when, it out. For example, for example, Wednesday night, you got a fucking let's say, current day and age, let's say you got a Big Ten matchup. You got Iowa versus Michigan. Two big name teams. And then you could choose to watch a fucking let's say Hawks Hornets game. What are you watching?
0: Person neither. But
1: Okay, if you had to pick one, what are you watching? They're both on the TV. They're both close games. What are you watching? For the sake of excitement. For the sake of excitement. What are you watching? Because I know damn well you're not watching the fucking Hawks Hornets game.
0: Okay. You're okay. Not. You're making arguments. Your your argument is dumb because let me put it to you this way. If you have Why? the Lakers and the Knicks playing in Los Angeles and you have and you have Boise State playing Oregon, what game are you gonna watch? You can't use your best teams against your worst teams for an argument. That's stupid. You okay, can't sit okay, there and fine, say, it out these this. two big Ten it matchups, out. a juicy, good-looking matchup. Yeah, my, yeah. okay. That just shows that your league's shittier than mine. Back this up. No. That just shows no, that your league's shittier no, than mine. Yes, because true. you have to take a bad example of my league. You have to take a bad example of my league and my argument and put it towards a shitty matchup of my league, something that's going to degrade me, and exchange to make yourself seem better. That's, that's why you're not my shitty. fucking point. But no, that's not my point. That my was your point. point. No.
1: Okay, no, that was your just, point. Shut up. bro. that was your point. Okay, that's just no, because I'm saying that in college basketball there are more profound and well-rounded teams throughout the country than there are in the NBA. So you have more significant matchups happening on a weekly basis than you do in the NBA. When you look at college basketball, you could have any you could have three or four top 15 matchups during the week. And in the NBA you may get Lakers Clippers like once every week or so once every two weeks you only get those key profound matchups like they do them on wednesday nights and then they do primetime saturday but they're not as profound they're not as they're not happening as often as in college basketball and i just believe that college basketball is way more exciting than the nba is than a casual nba game it's just ha- the, the players are playing their hearts out they're playing with passion they're playing for minutes they're playing to try to get drafted into the future And I just love watching that over just some NBA guy who's guaranteed all this money and he's half-ass playing like he doesn't give a fuck. I see that all too often, especially during the the regular season. And then you got to deal with this fucking load management bullshit, which nobody wants to deal with.
0: But how can you I- say that when the NCAA has had the troubling problem of one-and-dones for the past 10 years that has made it unexciting to be a fan of Syracuse and Florida, two major universities, because of the one-and-done rule? Because players are leaving, and it's losing okay. the excitement. You're not There's seeing an the easy four comparison years we used here. to.
1: There's an easy comparison to this, and that's the fact that NBA players are signing one- to two-year deals and then switching teams. You've seen it with KD. You you saw Harden just force his way out. But all these big name players,
0: these players aren't transferring to different schools, dude. They're not transferring to different schools. They're leaving. They're not coming back to the organization. But that's when these players leave for one and two years. No, that's a dumb point. That's a dumb no, point. No, it's not a stupid point. They're still point in the league. New, they're still no. playing basketball for that association. They're still in that finals. They're still in that league. Yes, they play for a different team, but that's comparing it to college players transferring. These players aren't transferring. They're leaving the league. They're leaving their talent behind. They're coming into the league and they're gone. They're no, not but back. you
1: just said, you just fucking said that it makes it hard to be a Syracuse fan when there's guys coming in that are one and done. So I was comparing it to the team aspect. When you get into a league aspect, the comparison of that is that That's there's what we're top— arguing.
0: we're not arguing team aspects here. We're arguing I leagues. I understand You, said the, NBA, I you understand. said the NCAA is better than the NBA. That's exactly what I you're know. arguing. I know.
1: I know that, but I'm just making a point to your point. But there's new—there's top recruited talent coming into college basketball every year. And I do believe that the NCAA needs to get their shit together and start paying these players for what they deserve because these players are leaving to go to the G League. But it's still exciting to go out there and watch those guys who work hard and practice every single day. They go out there, bust their ass for their minutes, and they're getting after it. And it's just hard. It's solid basketball to watch. They're tough down low. They could shoot. They're getting up and down the court. And it's just a consistent game all throughout. Can I ask you a where question? I, z- where I just feel like I the NBA want- is is – I don't want to say it's slower paced. But I just feel like college basketball can just be so much more electric.
0: Can I ask you a question though? Why are those players mm-hmm. playing hard? Why are those players playing hard out on the court? Why? What? What? What makes the NCAA exciting for people to watch?
1: What? Several, what what there, is so? There's exciting? several. There's because I, you're there's the
0: players. Because you're seeing the players who are going to take over the best organization, which is the association, the NBA. Because you're going out there, these guys are playing hard to work up their draft stock so they can get drafted to go play on the big stage. They call it the big stage for a reason because it's bigger than the NCAA. It's always has been. These players are playing for heart. That's why these guys are one and done, but they're playing hard when they're there. Because you know why? They want to get that draft pick up. They want to get more money because that's what the drive is. That's what the drive is in the NBA. And I would say the NCAA would be better if... Players could go straight from high school to the NBA because then that would eliminate the problem of the, organi- the NCAA being foiled by players who are one and done and ruining teams by making them good for one season and then shit the next season. And that's where my problem is. That's where I so lose the NCAA and they don't have their priorities right for their players right now. And it's not an organization that I can, it's only an organization that I can be tolerable to watch. One month out of the year every day compared to the NBA, which I watch every single day no matter what's playing. I just turn the games on because I like to watch it because it's fun to see these professionals out there doing what they're paid to do.
1: Okay, so let's talk about the the physical game itself and why I think college is better. Now, I want to disregard what the atmosphere is like right now because there's no – there's – I mean – there's very few yeah, fans. Yeah, I would say for
0: argument's sake, disregard disregard atmosphere. Disregard
1: this him. year. No, yeah, but let's take it back to 2019, early 2019, 2018. Yeah, before the bubble, before college basketball was canceled, before March Madness was canceled. When you watch a college basketball game and you see that small arena, or even if it's a big arena, and you see the the arena just packed, the, the, the seats are filled. With aspiring fans, the student section, lifelong alumni, and when you just get into that atmosphere, that's undefeated. How it's loud, how it's electric. The players are going after it. The fans are all involved in the game. You don't have that in the NBA all the time. You get it for these big games. You don't that have are that all the time on. in
0: college either. Again, here you go making your best comparisons, trying to bring out your best arguments for something that occurs in the league too. You, but I'm you can't even, sit there and ignore the bad and talk about the good. I'm and not ignoring the bad. shit on my league and talk about all the bad and not bring out the
1: good. No, You can't I'm tell saying, me the Garden on a I'm Wednesday saying, night is
0: not more electric than 95% of these college stadiums across the country.
1: Where's the factual proof behind that
0: 95%? There is no factual proof. It's, exactly. it's in the fans. It's exactly. in the fans to decide. That's why we're arguing. That's why we're bringing facts to the debate. Because you need facts to back up an opinion in an okay. argument.
1: Okay, okay, let me let me bring you to this point then. How about unpredictability? Unpredictability. That's what I love about college basketball as well because it could be a top 3 matchup versus some nobody team and the nobody team can win the game depending on who's home. They can win the game anyways. And this this happened for instance the other night. I'm a huge St. John's fan, college basketball. They beat number three ranked Villanova. I think this was about two weeks back, I want to say. And in the NBA, when you have a good team with all their star power and they're playing a shit team, it's just very predictable. And then there's upsets here and there. But when you watch college basketball and you watch these upsets happen all the time, it's fucking fantastic. And there's nothing like it. And you don't go into the college basketball season. You're not like, oh. Uh, you can't comfortably say who's going to win it all that year, even when you get into the tournament. Because like you said, like like what happened a couple of years ago with Virginia, and they lose to the number 16 seed, which was probably one of the craziest events in sports. Again, you're saying just something that, um, that's the
0: same thing with the NBA. You can't tell me who's going to win the NBA
1: title. No, Okay, I'm not saying this. I'm saying that the NBA is more predictable than the NCAA. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that a lot more crazier things happen in college basketball than they do in the NBA.
0: But it doesn't make it a better organization, in my opinion. Unpredictability. It's better to watch. I stated this at the beginning. I stated this at the beginning. No, it's not. I stated this at the beginning of my argument. I said, you take that one month in March where it is the most exciting time for NCAA. Why, why does it have to be one month out of the year that we get that excited? Why, why, can't, why can't it be 12 months like it is at the NBA? Why can't why can't dude, we? The NBA is not
1: exciting up? for 12 months out of the year. That's bullshit. Get out of here, with that. Well,
0: this year it has been because of COVID. But before, it's still nine no. months out of the year. It's exciting. With the offseason. No. No, that's not true. You there can't is no, tell me there is that no you're consistently no, excited. There is no NCAA offseason. That doesn't exist. That doesn't exist. You have signing day, and that's it. When it comes to the NBA. When it comes to the intensity of the offseason, it's incredible. You can't tell me you're not sitting there refreshing Twitter left and right, looking for watch bobs. You're never doing that in for the NCAA. You're not. The only excitement is in the fact that their tournament is super risky and it's one-game elimination. If the, NCAA, exactly. if the NBA was to have a 64, or not even a 64, they don't have that many teams, but if they were to have, a, uh, just to say, a 16-team one-game tournament, Shit would be bananas too. It'd be bonkers. How about that? Oh, would happen.
1: You know what I also like about college basketball though? Is that each and every game for college basketball teams has a significant meaning to it. And in the NBA, that's not true. That's just not true in the NBA because you can't clinch anything in college basketball. You can't clinch that one seed because you don't know. You can't clinch your spot in the tournament because you don't know what's gonna happen. In the NBA, the Lakers could clinch the one seed the last week of the season, and just the last week could be boring. And in college, that's what I'm saying. That unpredictability pushes it above and beyond what the NBA has to offer. And From you a can't pure even playoff
0: get... standpoint. What? From a pure playoff standpoint, not talking whole organization when it comes to player recruiting and the way they do things and player movement and how players are established in the league and the way they pay their players and the way that. And the way that trading teams happens and the way that people watch and the culture around it. That's all. Yeah, things but it's you have important to too. You're only considering no. playoff format.
1: No, I'm not. Only, I'm also you're, no. No. Your that's whole not argument true.
0: is unpredictability. You're saying college basketball is better because it's more unpredictable. Yeah, it's more than fucking predictable. There's 128 teams. There's yeah. there's not 128 NBA teams.
1: You're right. But that's why it's better. And also, you're saying the talent's that- way better in the NBA. You're saying, well, of course it is. It's the professional level. I'm not. We're not arguing a fucking talent basis here, you dumbass. We're arguing what's it's not, it's better. That's not the argument. You just okay, listen to me. It I'm talking does about matter. the reason why there's no. no teams. No, I know that. But when college basketball teams, their off seasons matter. Because their recruiting classes determine not only how they're going to be in that year coming up but in the future to come because if they consistently get good name rec- me recruiting listen
0: to me name me t- right now off the top of your head name me five st- five five star recruits that went to what schools and name them where did they go five don't look it up now why, what in regards to what five, five- star recruits five five star recruits that went to what schools who are they
1: why does that matter
0: Because that's the sake of argument. You don't give a fuck. You don't know. That's why the NBA is better. I can sit there and tell you the five top free agents that went to other teams. People care more about the NBA because it means something. You can't sit here and argue that the NBA is not better because the NCAA, you can't even sit here and name five top recruits. Diehard NBA fans. Shout out Joe. I know Joe can answer that question. But here's the thing. People don't care enough unless you are a diehard NCAA fan. But if you just care a little bit about the NBA, you still know about the best things in the league. You still okay, know, just you're because talking about recruitment from a signing standpoint. I'm just saying.
1: No. I'm not, I'm not arguing that the talent level in the NBA is worse than the talent level in NCAA. That's not what I'm fucking arguing. I'm arguing that the excitement of the game and the actual game itself is better than the NBA. That's what I'm arguing. I'm not talking about. So that specific makes it players. a better
0: organization. So that specific reason makes the NCAA better than the NBA. I'm talking about the game itself. I'm talking. I'm about the you
1: here pure... for,
0: what for you our argument's sake, though. You're you're saying you're saying the NCAA is better than the NBA. That is your that is your number one reason why the NCAA is better is because of its unpredictability.
1: That's why I'm it's better. Saying, yeah. I'm simply arguing that unpredictability is better because it's a more it's a more exciting game on a consistent basis. Well, that's ladies and saying.
0: gentlemen, the NCAA is better than the NBA because it's unpredictable. And that's it. Has nothing to do with the players, why, has nothing to do with is, the way recruiting works, wrong? with signing, no. with with player trading, nothing to do with the entire organization itself, just with the unpredictability of one game in one month.
1: I'm talking about the game, the physical game itself. Is better than the NBA. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I mean, why? I can't, so I'm, why, I'm not going Why is unpredictability wrong? Tell me why unpredictability is wrong. From the fiscal aspect of the game.
0: The, the okay. NCAA is definitely more unpredictable than the NBA. I'm not going to, but that does not make it better. That does not make it a better organization. There are so many different reasons why the NBA is better than the NCAA. And I have why? listed because those in the last 20 a, minutes of this discussion.
1: From and a pure talent aspect? I've
0: only listed one thing, and that, that is the game itself is unpredictable. And I don't that's, understand why. That's also not that true. That's also not true. It makes the other 10 reasons just not viable.
1: I've no, that's that's not true. I've also listed, I've also listed the passion of the players on a more consistent basis <laughs> to that, get to the NBA.
0: The, they're passionate because they're trying to go to the NBA.
1: No, I'm that's the saying whole
0: reason that, why they're passionate in the NCAA.
1: Okay, you can't tell me that college basketball players do not play harder on a more consistent basis than player in the NBA players in the NBA do. You can't sit there and tell me because and and, it all depends
0: on the atmosphere of the game. College players aren't going to play as hard during the regular season when scouts aren't looking at them in the beginning of October and November. They're not going to play as hard. They don't care. That's not true. They're not caring.
1: That's not true. I'm saying on a more consistent basis, college basketball players play harder than they do in the NBA. And I'm not saying the guys in the NBA don't play hard. I'm just saying the guys in the NBA sometimes just put it on cruise control because of what the, what's happening in the season or like, you know, Oh, we have load management tonight, so I'm just not going to play because I'm tired. Like they're getting fucking paid to play, but it's load management. Okay, that's not exciting. Meanwhile, these college players are consistently working their asses off in the game, no matter what about when no,
0: what about when no matter no no, no 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 no
1: no matter no matter whether there was scouts in the stands or not because you don't know you don't ever know when there's scouts in the stands. How the fuck are you supposed to know that? You're not supposed to know that. You're playing your ass off every game. And you're working, you're working hard, whether it's to get more playing time, to get to the tournament, to get to the NBA. That's what they're playing for. They're playing for that. So I'm not degrading the talent level of the NBA players. I'm, that's not my argument. My argument is not that, oh, my God, the college players are so much more talented than the NBA players. No. Obviously, the NBA players are better than the ones at college. They're fucking professionals. I'm just saying the guys in college are working their asses off consistently during the game, and they're getting after it, and the NBA does not always offer that. That's that's my Hustle. argument. So you want to, You want to say? You want to say unpredictability is my only reason? No, that's not my only reason. That's not my only reason. Well,
0: I'd have to disagree with you in the fact that I I think that college players are definitely lazier than players in the NBA. From a you from think a that college players are lazy? From 100, 128 teams we're looking at. 14 players rostered on every single team. You're telling me that if you were to take the hustle level and the energy level and the excitement level of all those players, that it would be a higher average than the NBA? Bullshit. I can't tell you. You know how many people, you know, how many people are on NBA rosters that are trying to die hard minutes or getting pissed that they aren't getting minutes? A quarter of their roster, dude. The people okay, that aren't are so dying many to get minutes.
1: No, there's so many NBA games I've seen that run seven to eight man rotations, and it's already the established players. That's what it is.
0: But the people who aren't playing are getting pissed off.
1: But they're not and in the they game. Care. You're not. Yeah, you're not watching them in the game. You're not watching them in the game because can- they don't fucking play. They don't fucking play. If
0: you look at Syracuse, Syracuse pretty much plays eight people a game. That's their rotation. That's how they play. It's the same thing. The same coaching strategy of these people who are on the bench who want to play. Their energy level counts just as much as people in the NBA who aren't playing. And if you're trying to say that there's not people on the bench who don't give a shit, there's there's definitely people who don't give on the bench who don't give a shit in both organizations. But if you were to take the average of 128 different teams with 14 players rostered, compared to 30 teams who are in a professional league getting paid to do so, trying to earn more money, that the effort level is going to be less from the people who are trying to earn paychecks compared to the people who are just worried about whether they're going to pass organic chemistry. No, you can't tell me that.
1: Okay. Also. So you're saying that there's an average for there's no average for hustle. It's based off the pure eye and what you've seen from watching so many basketball games. So there's exactly. no I'm I'm sad to say that there's no specific number. There's no specific way to measure no, there's that. There's no but stat. I believe, there's no statistic. I do I truly believe that, that in itself is everybody a could fucking agree that college players play harder on a more consistent basis than in the NBA. Now, if you get into NBA playoffs, that's a different story, but I want to get into this because we can't let this argument go without mentioning the post-seasons. And like you said earlier, this plays into the argument 1,000%, and that is March Madness. And March Madness is the greatest sporting event ever to watch, and I don't think anybody can disagree with that. So I'll that tell is you also thing. why You're, college basketball is better.
0: If I was to look – at one reason why I could see why the NCAA is better than the NBA. And I can realistically accept the fact that the league was better than the other one. It would be the fact of the playoff format and March Madness. That's yes. the only fact to me that stands out that says, wow, this is so much better than what the NBA is doing. So let's I agree just with you com- on that.
1: So, so if you were to compare March Madness with the NBA playoffs, I'm not saying that the NBA playoffs aren't exciting to watch because I do love watching the NBA playoffs. But the but March Madness playoffs. is
0: way more exciting.
1: It's way more exciting. Exactly. Exactly, so I I just want to to throw that in there because that, even when you had the four one-seeds, you cannot comfortably tell me that one of those one-seeds is going to win it all because you can't. There's just that you can't, and that's the greatest part about it, and that's the greatest part about college basketball. And I do miss the fact that a lot of the teams who are usually are prominent teams and they're usually at the top, are struggling right now, like Chapel Hill and Duke, because I love watching those matchups whenever they come up. And then now that they're, you know, playing subpar, it's not as fun to watch. Exactly. So I, like I, we
0: were we were when we were in New Orleans, you got Chaz who's a diehard Duke fan and he didn't even know the game was on that night. And he's a Diehard
1: Duke fan. But he didn't but know it because hurts the league's just It hurts because hurting. that's always there though. Like the reason,
0: but in my opinion, I put that partially at fault because of the pandemic. I think that that's you're right, I mean also.
1: But, but we are not you're take not getting that. the, not getting take the campus energy because there's nothing like right. the campus energy. As college but, students, yeah. we can
0: both agree there's nothing like the campus energy.
1: And I'm not you know. saying that, you know, because those teams are down, it's just sad because when those teams are good, it just pushes college basketball over the edge. And you want to watch that game, even if you're not a fan. And that's another point that I have to make, and I know this argument's running a little bit long, but sometimes you tune think. in to key matchups in the NCAA even if you're not a fan. And I feel like in the NBA with NBA teams that's harder to do. Because unless you're betting on the game, like why am I going to watch Lakers Clippers at 10:30 p.m. on a Wednesday night? Like what is causing me to watch that? I don't really know. What's watching what's causing me to watch A Duke-Chapel Hill when they're both top five teams on a Wednesday at 9 p.m., that's just very intriguing because you don't know what's going to happen in the game. And you're going to watch these players bust their asses off, and you're going to watch Cameron Indoor filled with the student section and the limited number of fans that get in, and there's just nothing better than watching that. Are you watching
0: same night, same night? I know this is never a thing, but same night. Would you watch Game 7 of the NBA Finals, or would you watch the NCAA Championship game? One See of
1: them. that you can only watch one. Wow. See that's, that, that's that's a tough question. I think I'm still. I think I, so. Here's what it is for me. It depends on who is playing in the NBA Finals, but I think I'm still going to tune into the national championship game, and that's too tough for me because I love basketball. But I would still choose the college basketball. I would still choose the NCAA championship game because when they get to that Final Four arena. And that stadium is just packed with people, that's just such a unique experience. And okay, there's for the nothing sake of that. teams
0: argument, for the sake of teams argument, so you can't bail out on the fact of, well, it depends on what teams you're playing. St. John's and the Knicks are both one or the other.
1: You can't you fucking got St. ask John's. me that.
0: You you gotta tell me. That that is that is a tough question. Like if Syracuse so, was so, playing the national so. championship and the Knicks were playing in game seven, I would watch the Knicks in a heartbeat. No questions asked. So I, it's Saint John's. Knicks. The reason no to I my orange, this, I love my orange,
1: but I would watch the Knicks in a heartbeat. The reason I can, the reason I have to answer this like this, is because I personally will probably never see Saint John's win a national championship in my life. But I never know. But if they get to that moment, I have to savor that moment. And I know the Knicks suck right now, but overall, the Knicks have a better chance to make it back to the finals in the future than St. John's does to the national championship game. That's my argument behind that. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, in reality, if if we're in an alternate universe and those two teams are in the championship, I better hope one of them fucking wins because if both lose, I'm crying a river. And I really (laughs) wouldn't know what to do that night. And thank God that'll never happen to me. I mean, first of all, the Knicks probably aren't ever going to make it to the finals and St. John's certainly... Probably isn't going to get to the national championship game, but if that were to ever happen, that would be one of the greatest days ever. I'd be, I wouldn't be able to focus during the day. I just, don't, I don't even know what I would do.
0: Hey, even Larry Bird went to Indiana State. That's all I gotta say. And look where Indiana State is nowadays, off the map. So you don't know how much college basketball can change in the next thirty years. So I would exactly. say to that point, exactly. I would say to that point that
1: you can still have hope with St. John's, but you never know. You never know. I, I mean, I don't I, know. And, but that that's the thing about it is that college basketball is just fucking – it's just crazy. I mean, nobody would have thought that Duke was going to suck this year. Nobody thought that Chapel Hill was going to struggle. Nobody thought that, you know, Michigan State would be struggling a bit. Sorry. Sorry to my Michigan State fans. I do enjoy watching some Michigan State basketball. But these big-name programs are struggling, and there's other programs that are really showing out. And it's just really cool to see the dynamic change and I feel like in the NBA, that sometimes takes longer to happen. So as we see now, you know, we feel as though that the Lakers are going to be dominant for the next couple of years. The Warriors were dominant for their five-year this stretch. Is, the this Cavs is because of
0: contract length, though. This all has to do with contract length.
1: But the that's why all, you're seeing yeah. these people. And I know, and that's what goes against the NBA argument, is also that these players are not under contract. And there's new recruiting classes coming in every year, going to different programs, playing for different schools, and it just brings a whole different leaving. atmosphere. Who they're gives a right shit away. if they're leaving? Who cares? I Who mean, cares? There's new for- there's new talent coming in every single year, and it's still fun to watch. It's still fun to watch. To look,
0: I would have to say I would have to say that I would have to agree with the fact that the, the March Madness tournament is unlike any other, and that the unpredictability of the NCAA is good. But from a fan standpoint, I will always love the NBA more than I love college basketball, and that's just from my own personal fan perspective. Now, you talk to me about other interests in my life, then that may be different. That question may be different. So
1: but I, I want to bring, I, I want to like, bring, I want to bring your point back up real quickly. When you asked me to name five five-star recruits that go to all these to all these different schools, that's an unfair point because I I'm not a, I don't sit there. And watch every single team play every single game of college basketball. I'm not saying that, and I'm not saying I'm a diehard fan of this specific team or this specific league. Johnny, I, mean, I just five
0: love... five star recruits is not a hard stat to name if you're interested in the league.
1: You said it's five, not five a hard... it...
0: yeah, it's not a hard. That's not a big number. That's five players, and you have 128 teams to choose from. You can't tell me you can't name five five star. I mean, recruits I could easily.
1: I, I went mean, to I'm these not
0: schools off the top of your head, like, that's just my, the, my whole I'm not point saying, is about I'm not the interest. I'm not saying
1: I can't say, I'm not saying, I'm not saying. I'm that talking I about the pure no, interest point. I know, but listen to me. I'm not sitting here and telling you that I can't sit here and name five players in college basketball. That's not my point. My point is that I don't know who specifically... Was a fucking five star recruit in what school they go to? I don't know that, but I know the big name players. I know who the good teams are. I know what they're doing on a consistent basis. I don't know what they're. I don't know each team's recruiting class. I'm not a fucking NCAA basketball analyst. Like I'm not. I'm not up to that level. I'm filming a fucking podcast in Hampstead, North Carolina. I'm not fucking studying college basketball. That's a yeah. But you could name
0: the whole Knicks roster before you could name the whole St. John's roster
1: but i that's not college the, basketball the lacks the
0: interest the nba brings
1: that's my argument there that's not that okay you're talking about from a from a from knowing the names of the players standpoint that's a that that's not a good argument
0: that's a pretty big deal that's who the players of the team is what do you mean you're going to say players don't make a difference knowing the names of who's on the team doesn't make a difference
1: No, I'm not. I'm because I'm talking about the specific game itself because it's still you could watch a college basketball game without knowing any of the players out there and it'd still be fun. You're not going to sit there with the
0: NBA, too. It could be with the NBA, too. And you know what's crazy about the NBA? You'll never watch an NBA game where you don't recognize at least one person on the court. That's what's so great about the NBA.
1: Well, they are. They are fucking professionals. So I would at least hope that you would know their names. But that doesn't mean that they're out there. That's what I would say ass. for your
0: favorite college basketball team. That's all I gotta what?
1: say. That's my point. Why? What? What do you? What exactly are you saying?
0: It's your you favorite college basketball team, and you're telling me you couldn't. You couldn't. You would be able to name the 14 Knicks before you were able to name the 14 St. John's players.
1: I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't name you like the last. I mean, I know who is like back and forth between the G League. But I could still name you I could still name you St. John's basketball players. And just because that just because I don't know the whole roster top to bottom, my God, it doesn't mean that I fucking don't enjoy watching the team. I'm not
0: saying that. I'm saying that when it comes from a pure interest standpoint, you're a fan of St. John's, you're a fan of the Knicks. But why? I end mean, of the I'm day, a St. John's fan. You I enjoy know watching more about the I, Knicks. Enjoy,
1: I, I enjoy but watching you're intri- you're, I enjoy, watch, you're I enjoy in- watching Posh Alexander. I enjoy I enjoy watching Posh Alexander. I enjoy watching Julian Champagny. Greg Williams. I still know these players. I still watch them. And it's still fun to see these players that aren't to the professional level ball out. And that's my point. And sometimes I turn on the Nick game and I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck is Alec Burks doing right now? What is he doing? Yeah,
0: I've seen you in the living room doing that to a St. John's game too. So, Okay. Just got to say. Just saying, I'm just talking about from a pure argumentative standpoint. Everything that you argue is the same standpoint for the NBA. The NBA has the same positive standpoints that the NCAA NCAA does. When I look at a negative standpoint of the NBA, what I see and what I have an issue with is like super teaming, and that's where I lose lose interest, and that's where I have trouble with the league.
1: And this goes back, back to, to my point of unpredictability, and that's why I that's why I brought that up. Because that's a huge play. That's a huge factor when it comes to comparing the two organizations. I don't know. And you can't, you can't saying, tell me that aside.
0: For today, there's no way the viewers are going to have to decide who won this argument because I'm not going to sit here and determine who won. And you're not going to sit here and determine who won because we're just going to sit here and fucking bicker some more. But... The segment's cooking in a solid thirty-eight minutes right now, thirty-seven minutes, and I love that because it's our longest segment ever. But I also think that the viewers definitely are tired of hearing the fact that I'm right.
1: Oh, okay, buddy, <laughs> where where's the fucking proof about that? You know, we should honestly put up a poll on Twitter once we release this podcast and see who won the argument. We should just what, so fucking I can see get eight
0: votes, so I can get eight fucking votes. <laughs>
1: I'll get And, involved, and you'll
0: so go. You'll go. You. And you'll and you go get all your friends. You'll go all text them. Hey, go vote on ant Twitter. No, boy.
1: no, no, go no, no. That would me. be unfair. That would be uh-uh. unfair. And I would never do yeah, that. You would
0: never do something. I would, you never. would never influence no.
1: anything. No, I would never fucking do that.
0: But uh, <laughs> we could wrap up
1: this argument. We should actually. We should really put a poll out there. And uh, one we are going to we'll- put a poll
0: out there. So be sure to check the, the thread on the Twitter about the tweet. Go check it out. It's at Tony Tartaglione. I did twi- change my Twitter handle so you guys could find it easier. It's at Tony Tartaglione.
1: Yep. Um, and I'm going to go watch Twitter. whatever good college basketball game is on. So go fuck yourself. Ah, uh, you ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, what we got another we segment
0: look. coming up. We got, a- we got another segment coming up. So you guys should stay tuned for that. Uh, it's going to be pretty quick because this one was super long. But – it's going to be interesting. So uh, keep it real. Keep it here. This is the Tag Team Podcast. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Tag Team Podcast. I'm your co-host, Anthony Tartaglione, joined by my brother and other co-host, Johnny Tartaglione. And I'm excited for this comeback segment. I know you guys yeah. just heard this incredible debate about the NBA, so you're probably sick and tired of uh, of hearing about basketball in general. Um,
1: Give me a fucking <laughs> towel because I'm sweating. It was a heated argument. <laughs> I'm all sweated up. Yeah, but we just want to see up. We don't want to take too much of your time up, but we want to tell you this quick story about our trip that we took to Florida a couple weeks back. And uh, it was filled with golf, a hot tub, and probably some booze. I won't clarify that, but. Uh,
0: <laughs> you won't clarify it?
1: I won't this clarify. Is, this, is the
0: first, this is the first segment of uh, story time with Joni and Tony.
1: So I'm really excited. Joni, Joni and Tony. So I want to kick this off real quick. So I am not. Big on any tobacco products. I don't use tobacco products. But we went golfing and my brother tells me that I gotta try a cigar. So I'm like, fuck it, whatever. I'm gonna try the cigar. Not just and a cigar. Not just the no, no, no. fattest up. it was the fattest Cuban on this planet. Cuban. I'm not even I'm said, not even capping. I said we're in Florida. We gotta get a Cuban. We gotta we got get a the Cuban. Cuban. A Cuban oh. prime. We got got the Cuban, we got the Cuban, so I light it up, and I'm buzzing like whatever happens when you when you rip the cigar. And we're playing, we're playing at this country club. I'm playing like dog shit because I suck ass at golf. No, you know, per usual, I hit my ball. It lands right by the gator. Who would have thought? Fuck the gator. But, he uh, took a video
0: on a Snapchat story. His, 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 yeah. his ball literally landed like eight yards from the gator. And he's sitting there staring at it. He's like, nope, that ball's gone.
1: <laughs> so I was actually debating playing chicken with the gator. The cigar gave me some confidence. And I was going to send it. <laughs> but then I realized that I liked the limbs that I have. And I didn't want to risk them. So I was like, fuck it. The gator can have the ball for his appetizer. He's not getting uh... my foot for dessert. But I left the ball there. So anyways, me yeah. and my brother Roll were up, riding. We're riding in a car together, and it's Tony's shot, and I'm sitting in the car. I'm giving some fat puffs. You know, I'm shooting a fucking 78 through 9, whatever, typical day, and uh, Ant leaves his cigar on the golf cart seat, and this thing's still blazing. It's still got some fire going to it, and I'm like, okay, but it's kind of hanging off. It's not doing anything. Well, this dumbass... Hits his shot, and you know says some stupid cocky shit, and then guess what he does? You'll never believe it. You'll never believe this. He sat on the cigar, on the golf cart seat, and he goes, "This is his. This is his response." He goes, "Yo, where, where's my cigar?" And I was like, "Uh, I don't know where your cigar is." And I was like, "Stand up and I was like, stand up and, like, stand up and look for it real quick." He stands up, and this fucking cigar is burning a hole through the golf cart seat. (laughs) The fattest hole. This is a fat Cuban, so this hole is pretty fucking big. And not to mention, mention, he was moving moving his ass around in the seat. So it was burning multiple holes in different (laughs) places. But not
0: not to mention, too, the fact that we're at this beautiful... Florida Golf Resort, like probably $150 to play around there. And I burnt the hole through the fucking seat,
1: through the he seat. Burns. So that was on like the eighth or ninth hole. And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me right now. So we but, get to but, the but, turn. but here's the thing, here's the thing. I'm fucking, no, here's the thing though. Here's the thing. I'm fucking
0: starving at this point. I'm pissed off. I'm angry because I'm starving. Because fucking, we played this whole round. I ain't breakfast. I'm smoking a cigar. Now I got a little buzz going. I'm feeling good, but yet at the same time, I want something to munch on. So I'm like, fuck it. Let's get some food oh, yeah. at the turn. So we pull up and I'm like, you know, hot dog. You got chili cheese? And like, nah. I'm like, nah, wow, <laughs> this is Florida. Fuck this place. So I just get cheese and, ke- I, I just get, not cheese and ketchup, it's saying fucking cheeseburger. I get fucking ketchup and, uh, and mustard, and we go to the 10th tea box, and I'm sitting there, I'm putting that, you know, I'm sitting there chefing up, and this hot dog's massive, by the way, this thing's like a quarter pound, it's a fatty, big wiener, but I'm sitting there, like a gladiator <laughs> I am, going back and forth, on the ketchup and mustard, thousand my dousing my hot dog up, and it's unhealthy condiments, and I go, and I take a nice, fresh bite, well then I set it down on the seat, and all of a sudden, our hurricane from God knows where decides to take my hot dog and lift it six feet in the air and slam it across the side of my golf cart.
1: Oh, yeah. So the fucking a-
0: whole side of the golf cart is covered in ketchup and mustard at this point. My wieners on the ground. My buns on the ground. And <laughs> I'm pissed off because I'm playing bad because I'm like seven over at this point.
1: Glizzy gobbler. So I'm fucking pissed. But, the but fucking I was glizzy also- gobbler.
0: I'm a gladiator. I'm not a gobbler. But here's the thing. <laughs> I I loved that course, and I still think, to this day, I thank Hunter's mom for providing us the way to play at that course and giving us the opportunity to play there because it was incredible, but I'll never forget the damage that I did to that fucking golf cart. That thing oh. pulled back in with cigar holes and dried up ketchup on the side of it. I tried to wipe <laughs> the ketchup off. I tried, but it just kind of stained to it, and I was like, well, you know what? We're just going to have to take the L on this one.
1: But- that Yeah, that was an absolute unbelievable day. I shit the bed, of course. Me and Hunter golfed like a bunch of fucking newbies, like we had never swung a golf club before. Not shitting on you, Hunter, but you know we play like ass, and we both know it. And yeah, what's what up too is I, I
0: like to think I, I like to think I'm a very astute golfer. Like I like to think I keep my you know like what keep, is this SAT fucking
1: restraints. vocab day? I'm astute, <laughs> I'm an astute golfer. What the fuck, is I that? play by the
0: rules, you know I'm. Well, I'm saying I play by the rules, you know. I I am not an asshole. Like I, I make sure I do my part. I fill my divots. I've clean my I clean my ball marks on the green. I do everything that I need to do. I stay in line. You know my etiquette's really good. But for me to sit there and tear a cigarette hole or cigar hole and and catch uh, up all over the side, it's just garbage.
1: Yeah, that very was unlike very piss poor day for me as a golfer. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was very 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 unlike you. But that was funny. as And shit. ladies and gentlemen, that's why I don't off. smoke
0: cigars. They they make you put holes in seats and fly ketchup on the side of your golf cart
1: yeah that cigar ripped me up you know i accidentally like inhaled it wrong i didn't even inhale it but i popped it wrong the very first time i wanted to yick all over the place it was close i had like i literally looked defeated on the course yeah, I like over you in the i seventh, didn't even get
0: seventh fairway your arm your hands on the knees leaned over dry even because you just had to go up your lungs and you couldn't yep. you
1: couldn't fucking stand it no nope. you know i was defeated i was i shot like shit the cigar kicked my ass the gator took my ball it was a rough day i had a fun ass time i'm sitting on a fucking toasted seat the The seat honestly it looked like a fucking s'more. that's what it looked like <laughs> roasted roasted that shit unreal uh, unbelievable so that about, experience
0: that about wraps up the first story time with joni and tony uh i was that was that was good i uh I'm glad we got to talk about that moment because that was definitely something that I appreciated over this past break. You know, be able to get out, out, you know, during COVID and be able to actually experience the world a little bit instead of being stuck in my place of living all the time. We got plenty. We have plenty
1: of stories. Plenty. Let me tell you. (laughs) We got plenty of stories. four whys. Add like four whys onto plenty. Plenty. And you got it. So if you
0: guys want to hear more story time with Joni and Tony, please let us know again, we still don't have a sponsor for this podcast. So, um, this podcast is still sponsored by me and Johnny, and we would like, if you guys would like to sponsor the podcast, that'd be fantastic because we would love to help your brand grow. Just like we're trying to grow as a podcast. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the content we brought to you today. I hope you enjoyed the heated debate. I hope you enjoyed a little bit of comedic relief there at the end, since you guys were probably into it way too much, but, um, Johnny, you got
1: anything to say? No, nah, nothing really, man. I'm gonna go watch some college basketball now, and uh, yeah, uh,
0: yeah. Fuck you. I'm gonna go turn the NBA. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, but stick with us. We'll be back soon. You know,
0: if, if we had, if we if we had this outro music, if we had this outro music copyrighted, we could make a shit ton of money because it is the greatest melody you've ever heard ever facts facts stay tuned for the next one fellas and ladies we'll see you later